Hey there, adventurers. This is Rich. I want to thank everybody who's been listening to the Adventures Vault. And today I want to give a big shout out to my friend, Nick. Nick's been listening to the podcast and he reached out to me the other day. You see, Nick wants to run a game of his own and was hoping I could pass along some tips and tricks for him. Now, I won't claim to be a big expert, but I have been doing this for quite a while. So I I picked up a few things along the way. The biggest piece of advice I can give to anybody is to just do it. Jump in, start running the game, get together with some of your friends and see what you can do. Just be aware that you're going to you're going to get better as you go along. Make sure you're improving your crafting and your storytelling. Because remember, ultimately, that's what you're doing. You're telling a story with a group of your friends. Now, if you wanted to get into something that I believe my personal gaming philosophy, I believe the best way to do it is to let those friends help you craft the story. And that means that the things they do, the die rolls they make, the choices they make, they have to matter. They have to have consequences. Now, I can tell you that I've already had to rewrite episodes of The Adventurer's Vault to accommodate for the things that our cast has done, things that they did that I did not expect. So I had to make some changes and adjustments to make certain that we still have a story to tell. Now, I'm okay with doing that. And over the years, I've gotten pretty good at uh, improving, I guess you could say, and understanding the best way to get the story in a good direction. Uh, now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's always my direction. Sometimes the best ones are ones that wind up in a spot I never anticipated. Now, that can be a little more difficult uh, as we're figuring out when you're trying to do uh, an episodic podcast like this. So we've had to make a few adjustments, but for the most part, what you hear unfolding is pretty much how it unfolds. I have outlines, I have story arcs, I have NPCs, and I have uh, villains that I know what they're going to do, and I understand who they are, so I know how they they will react. But I tend to not craft a very tightly driven story. I just know what people are going to do. And then we'll see what the the players do and act accordingly. And if you do that, you can get to some really really fun places. Now here in the vault, I have an advantage where a couple of our cast members are people I've gamed with for a very long time. They are very talented players and very talented judges in their own right. Uh, As a matter of fact, if you ever get a chance to game with any of them, I would highly recommend it. They are a lot of fun. But it does mean that we weren't starting at, at square one back at the beginning. And some of you out there might be. So if you're going to, like I said, just do it. Get in there, dive in, learn, and have fun. That's the biggest part. And if at the end of the day, everybody's having fun, then you did it the right way. So again, thanks, Nick, and everybody else for listening. And get ready for the next episode. It's coming your way right now. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now... It's time to open the Adventurer's Vault. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, we do have a little, uh, little moment of housekeeping here I want to get out of the way. It has come to my attention that so far in the podcast, we have been uh, neglecting a little bit of uh, a mechanic from Pathfinder 2.0 that I, I need to set this straight. Um, so Pathfinder 2.0 has hero points. <laughs> you may have heard uh, some moderate use of those. Um, mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. maybe the moderate use wasn't quite enough. Uh, there really is meant to be more usage for those. So uh, to kind of to 
set the history right and bring things back to where we should be. We will. Everybody will be starting this episode with two hero points in your bank. What, what are those? What are you talking about? Uh, hero points, Brad. We're talking about hero points. Yeah, we, we haven't really got them. You know, our, our judge hasn't handed them out or explained their usage to us. So maybe you could elucidate us. Well, you know, uh, hero points were something that kind of uh, got got a little lost in the cracks here, learning Pathfinder 2.0. Um, but they are simply a mechanic to um, kind of change the story a little. So I'll be awarding hero points a little more frequently in the future. You can use those for various purposes. Uh, you may have noticed we already used the one-point version, which is uh, the automatically not dying uh, version. You can throw that in there when you are dying, and you are no longer dying. So it's a great little... Yay! Woo-hoo. That yeah. would have been handy many, many times in the Yes, I was so going far. to say, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. what Rich means to say is that it is much easier to TPK a party with bandits when your party doesn't have... Absolutely. Points. Um, and then if you wanted to spend two hero points, you can re-roll a d20. Yeah, under the new rules, you get a re-roll. Yep, you get a re-roll. Um, uh, but that's going to cost you two of those, so that's pretty expensive. So if you wanted to spend three hero points, you can get yourself an extra action, a full fourth action to use uh, on your turn, which you can use as a reaction as well. How are they awarded, generous and handsome judge. Well, I will re- reward them when I feel that you do uh, some suitably heroic uh, acts or deeds, and hopefully you will continue to do so. There's been a few in the past that they probably should have earned some hero points. Um, so we will we'll sort that out, uh, and hopefully you'll hear a few more over the course of this episode if our heroes indeed continue to be heroic. Question, does bleeding on the ground count as heroic? I think we'll be doing that a lot. So. I, I'm good at that. You know, I've done well, well done, with that. Sir. I suppose it's more in the manner. You know, the act itself probably isn't enough, but if you do it in a in a really cool fashion, or the why you're I, bleeding uh-huh. on the ground, I yes. bleed dramatically. That that could also and get every, you there. Everyone so is self-inflicted wounds don't don't generally count. Or? <laughs> probably not. Oh, okay. Well, probably not. All right. That's good to know. So now, if you do remember, there was a recent amount of bleeding last episode, and you guys tied up the uh, combat there at the end of the, uh, the skeletal encounter, where your um, your friends decided to come back to life and try to beat you again. But you prevailed once more, and you find yourselves battered and beaten there at the central Gosel Tower, and you're still alive. Huzzah! Huzzah! Right. Yes. Huzzah. So have we... Have we rested yet, or have we not? Um, you have not, but you may now do so. Uh, and as a matter of fact, we'll long story short this just a little bit. Uh, nothing happens, so feel free to uh, take a rest and uh, maybe heal yourselves up a little bit. Um, you feel like you have uh, accomplished your task here and uh, can move on whenever you feel ready. Now, this was the third tower or the second? This is the second, second tower. You second guys, tower. You guys explored the eastern tower, the central tower, and uh, you have yet to go to the western tower. All these bruises and only the second tower. <laughs> yes. Well, I can spread some healing around to those who might need it, unless you've got some resources of your own. But uh, just ask, and I'll be happy to assist. I, I think everybody's injured enough that like, if we take a day of travel or whatever, you will have to burn some healing. And then hopefully nothing happens today, and then we'd all be full health. I can uh, burn, um, you know, all but one maybe as a saver, you know, life lifesaver sort of thing. Sure, happy to do it. So are you guys just going to uh, camp and then uh, move on next day and continue your journey? Yeah, I mean, Alder's got nothing important going on at nighttime, so, yeah. Okay, well, once again, we'll we'll move this along. We don't want to bore everyone with uh, Too late. healing Did, details any more than we already was, have. Was there anything Haytham wanted to do at night? That seems like a leading question. <laughs> 
All right, and that is where we derail the podcast. Well, right that, that ends <laughs> the buggering minute. There you go. <laughs> you guys uh, begin your journey, and uh, the next day you guys are all battered and bruised, but the good father is going to start passing around some healing love. And fortunately, nothing happens the next day. It is a fairly uh, easy day of journeying. I say easy, but once again, you guys are in unknown lands and, uh, and territory that you don't know. So there's still a fair amount of fumbling about and finding your way, but none of it is particularly treacherous and you know does no damage. Do we know where we're going? Well, we have this map. It says the tower is somewhere in that quadrant of the horizon. And so far, your directions have uh, proven to be fairly decent. Uh, and your survival checks have uh, so far held out and gotten you pretty close. So you guys are you're, you're moving along and uh, everything happens without incident. Are we are we basically at full health at this point? Are we going to mark uh, ourselves if, at full? If you say nothing happens during that first day, I think I'd probably be able to spread enough healing around to everybody. If you're okay with that, Judge, to assume we get back to full hit points? Uh, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, uh, we're going to skip forward five days. Oh, oh okay. So I've got like right. plus 80. <laughs> yes, that is how that works. Not We've all leveled um, up twice now. Gosh, guys, those were some amazing adventures we had over the course of the last five days, huh? <laughs> You imagine discovering that ancient lost civilization and fighting that dragon and all and that? And your father turned out to be the, the priest the whole time. I had no idea. The headmaster. I'm glad I've got that closure now. I can move on. Uh, There's a real times. character arc we all had there. Just make everybody feel like they missed an episode. I'm, the, That's right. I'm the villain now. Mm-hmm. Now? <laughs> so as I said, your journey passes without incident. Now this section of land that you're in, the forest a little is a little thicker here, and that does slow your travel somewhat. Uh, but after five days, you finally approach to what you believe is the location of the Western Goosel Tower. This is the third of the locations in which you were tasked to explore and find. Um, your survival checks have narrowed down the search, and you're pretty certain that just over the next ridge, within a mile or so, uh, is going to be where you're going to find that last tower. Now, as you approach, the woods have thinned out just a little bit, uh, and you've uh, approached an area with some gentle rolling hills. It's about mid-afternoon, um, and you're hoping that you can find the tower by dinner. So find the tower, buy a dinner, and then what? You sure there was nothing you wanted to do in five days? We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure you remembered. I know what, I know what he's talking okay, about. Okay, that's fine. So your last little bit of travel is uh, right before you. And, uh, you know, you're kind of excited because it's been several days without incident. Uh, it's been a while since anything's happened. You're feeling pretty confident. And right about that time, you hear a large boom off in the distance. It's similar to thunder, but as you look up, you, you see there's no, not a single cloud in the sky. Suddenly, it becomes ominously quiet. Right about that time, a gentle whistle of wind uh, breaks the otherwise eerie silence. Over the course of the next few minutes, a gentle breeze becomes swift and foreboding. Soon, the howling of the wind approaches that of an impending storm, but still not a cloud in the sky. The howling wind begins to take shape and darkens. You see that the wind, it's, or you see that it's not simply wind, but strands of negative energy moving at a rapid pace. It's at this point that you notice there's a whirlwind forming above a location just over the next hill. It seems to be drawing into it large amounts of negative energy from the surrounding area. Your instinct is to run, but you find yourself mesmerized by the sight before you and you're unable to move. For several agonizingly long minutes, the whirlwind grows in size and strength. Suddenly, the whirlwind stops completely. One moment, there's a torrent of swirling negative energy filling the sky, and the next minute, nothing but a perfectly still blob of the mysterious black substance just hanging right there in the air. 
For a moment, you find the sight beautiful. Then you notice the negative energy begin to filter downwards. First, a small sliver descends towards the ground. The sliver then widens and becomes very rapid. You are reminded of smoke being pulled through a crack or liquid pouring down a funnel. In a matter of minutes, all the negative energy has been sucked into the earth and you are left with a gentle sunlight and still air. You find yourselves are you're able to move freely now and you're left wondering, what in the heck just happened? I'm uh, drawing my weapon and looking around, uh, anticipating horrible negative energy creatures to burst from the earth itself at any moment. And, How about you uh, make a perception check? I'll do that. You can all go ahead and make a perception check. What in the name of whatever gods is listening just happened? 14? It's only a 12 here. 21. Oh, 21. There we go. 16. Someone's paying attention. All right. Well, Alder, you definitely notice... Um, while you were frozen in place and unable to move, you were able to see a few of your companions. Uh, you suddenly remember that they weren't completely unmoving, but appeared to have been slowed down relative to their surroundings. Uh, you may have been viewing their movements, but distorted. Perhaps you weren't frozen in place so much as you were frozen in time. And about the time it occurs to you as you look up and look at the sun, that it looks like several hours have passed, not several minutes. Can I just pull out my cell phone and check the time? <laughs> <laughs> that, is it on your character sheet? Ah, yeah. oh, crap. No signal anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hatham probably w- uh, is checking the time regardless, though. Yeah, if you quickly do, to... you you know, through standard methods, you're going to, to realize that, yes, a couple hours have passed. It's a, Evening is approaching. Not to, I'll say, because he suspects some sort of weird time dilation, but trying to measure when the last, like, earthquake mm-hmm. one happened and when this one happened to see if just to see how long it had been between the two. Uh, you can take note, it's going to have been close to six, day, six days at this point. There's no particular coordination in the time of day, but you definitely lost some time. Um, any questions on that before we move along? You all seem to be studying this information carefully. Do you share it, Brad? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll point out, like, by the way, the sun appears to have moved. Uh, I believe we've been stood still for several hours. Oh, God. So uh, we're saying that a negative huh. energy storm or outburst or something somehow managed to affect the flow of time. What a ugh, this, this this place is great. That is uh, <laughs> this that's, is why have we come here? That is beyond my field of study, but I yeah. I trust you two can suss something out. Well, with my long history of study of religion and and astrophysics and various other things, yes, I should be able to place this to get pieces together by. Afternoon. Is that sarcasm? I sense in your voice. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Wow. Asherian, you got a sixteen on, the, on your perception check, correct? Yeah. Okay. So you're looking around as well, and while you didn't notice everything that Alder did, uh, as you're kind of scanning the area around you, though your old um, uh, military uh, instincts kind of kick in, and as you hear Father Becker mention earlier, uh, he's looking for you know some horrible negative energy creature to pop up. You're like, oh, that's. That's entirely possible. I better start looking low instead of high. And so you are the first one to notice that on the ground in the area, there are almost ghostly images of a number of animals. Most of them are small birds and small uh, critters like squirrels. And, you know, there are corpses laying around and above them are like a ghostly image. It's made of negative energy, but it, it looks just like them. And they're breaking up and dissipating. Uh, it's as if it was like it was sucked out of them and can no longer maintain shape and form, and they're kind of drifting off. Uh, as you're you're pondering this, as you're looking around to, to watch it happen, you notice not too far away is a larger form, 
that of a, a decently sized bear. You also notice that the, the ghostly image of the bear that is near its corpse isn't actually breaking up uh, like the others are. And it looks at you, and you look at it, and now we roll initiative. Oh, God. All right, boys, we've got a negative oh, bear. You know, a negative bear times a negative bear equals a positive bear? Checkmate. What, you, well, got a ne- you got another mm. negative bear laying around anywhere? Cast positive bear. <laughs> That just equals zero. That sounds like a Sunday morning kids cartoon or something. <laughs> and this morning on Positive Bear, <laughs> it's been a minute. It took me a sec to remember what initiative was. I kept looking for the number. Yeah, and then I forgot that so I did that too. I was like, "Where's my initiative?" And I was like, oh, wait, it's go a while. Twenty over well, here. Yes. Eighteen. Sixteen. Seven. Nice. And the uh, negative spectral bear will be going on nineteen. There we go. All right, who goes first? The bear has kind of charged up your direction, so um, the distance that you guys see on the maps is accurate, so he's not quite up on you, but a short distance away now. It's about 40 feet from uh, the group. The four of us are spaced out evenly. Father Becker will be first in initiative. I shall raise my holy symbol high into the air, and I will say, O great god of mysteries, we are about to be mauled by a spectral bear, Please bless our efforts as we try to save our feeble lives in the face of this overwhelming, frightening event. So I'll cast bless. And three rounds from now when he finishes that. uh, (laughs) And in addition, I will also say, oh, great God, also please shield your servant, who is probably also about to be mauled by the bear, much like his companions. Thank you. (laughs) So that's two spells. You want to do the first one first? All right. So your, your bless... Uh, bless is normally a plus one, right? Yes. Uh, let's go ahead and make a bless a plus two. Hey, everybody. Ooh, hello. You all feel especially blessed. That's a plus two conditional bonus to attack rolls. I will take it. Oh, goodness. Uh, and for your shield spell, it too seems uh, especially uh, powerful. So normally shield just gives you a plus one. This one gives you a plus two as well. Aha. My God has blessed us today. Clearly he rewards my faith. Sean's God is an okay God. <laughs> Sometimes... <laughs> So who's next? After Father Becker is the bear. The bear. All right. Well, let's see. We'll roll randomly to see who he goes after. It is Father Becker, who is... That is not Father Becker. That is actually our our scholar. The scholar. So Father Becker is this particular mini here that the listeners cannot see, uh, but the bear is going to charge you. Uh, So I was was number one? Uh, Yeah, I'm going around the table. So one, two, three, four. Because, uh, you know, if you want to go by the order of the minis on the table, I mean, I wouldn't object to that if you want to do that. Instead. I have some thoughts, however. Do you really? Because <laughs> it seems like a logical order to me. So, uh, Father Becker, you are getting mauled by a negative oh, spectral Happy bear. day. And that is a 23 to hit. Yep. Naturally. And that is going to be 11 damage. <laughs> Now, did that seem like... Is this a corporeal bear that's actually attacking the father? Um, it, it seems somewhere in between. It has uh, some characteristics of each, but the, the attack did seem to physically hit him. Okay. Uh, it, it is, though, if the negative energy has somehow bound itself together into semi-physical form. So it has a few properties similar to ghosts, but not completely. You know, energy is a property of matter. If you're asking me, I will point or to the arterial like that. red that is clearly flowing from me and say it had a lot of physical attributes as far as I'm concerned. 
So not only does he get that jaw attack, but he's going to go ahead and make a claw attack at you as well now. Good, yeah. That is a 15. You miss, actually. Oh, there you go, yeah. see? Uh, that negative 5 really, uh, really makes That is a shame, well. yes. Uh, that is his turn, so who's up next? After uh, the bear is Hatham. All right, let's see. Thinking uh, good old-fashioned acid flask. Seems like it's in the cards. Literally. Yeah, well done. For the viewers at home. Yes. There are actual cards. That looked like a cock dice to me. I think you should be rolling. <laughs> as much as I would like to, it's going to be a what? It's an 11. An 11, 11 is a miss. Yeah. All right. I will throw the other acid flask. Okay, well, that's the same, but less. Uh, <laughs> it's the same. But anyway. Less. But wait, there's less. But wait, I'll run away. And then is going to strategically move away from the bear. You wouldn't want to get some of my blood being splattered all over the place on you, so yeah, best to get away. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to move back behind I'll move back there, now. not off to the side like originally. He could charge me. Uh, who's up next? After Hatham is Alder. Go for it. Alder never wanted to miss an opportunity. He sees the bear is kind of ignoring him, so he's going to run up behind the bear. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, which should put me into flank. It does indeed. In, in one go. So let's take one swing with my awesome sword. That's going to be a 24. 24 is a hit. Oh, 29 was well, flank, right? Flank works? Uh, you do have flank. Okay, 29. Flank. How do you go from 24 to 29 with flank? Math. Oh, actually, that is with plus. All right, so what? what is your... So, point? 7 plus 17 is 24. Mm-hmm. We, add in bl- uh, we add in flank and the bless. Which is four more, so 28? Yeah, good enough. Uh, <laughs> That's almost what you said at the first Almost. Uh, 28 is a critical success. There oh, we go. Oh, yeah. Now, we don't double the uh, modifier, right? You double everything. Yeah. Everything. All right. So, 10. Uh, 22 points of damage. All right. you, you feel like your, your blow hit home. Nice. Um, it probably... It's hard to say what damage is in this situation. Normally, if you feel like you would have stabbed your sword that deeply into a real bear, mm-hmm. it would have been a very solid blow. With this, eh, not as much damage as you think it might uh, have been. Not that your damage was less, but the end result is... Now, that is a plus one sword. Does that do anything? Um, no, it, it, there is no extra effect for that. I mean, you got the extra damage out of it. But. Okay. And uh, do you have more? or is that, yeah. uh, Actually, that is only two actions. Uh, let's go ahead. So this will be a... Uh, all right, minus five. This will be a still a plus six to hit. 19? 19 hits. Ooh. Four. <laughs> uh, eight damage. Piddly. And who's next? After Alder is me, Ashirian. So, um, ballsy move here. I'm just going to uh, give the bear uh, Bane. Okay. And Bane is a minus one. To, uh, yeah. Uh, it's the same effect as Bless, but just a negative one. Okay. So. And uh, how many actions? Is that how many actions? That is two actions. Well, you can do your third action. My third action, I'm going to punch the bear. Okay. N- now, oh, okay. <laughs> not to be that guy, but you are casting in melee. Is that a thing? Uh, he's it's, not in melee with me. It, 
depends on whether the bear. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he is. He is with. I mean, you are base to base with them, but that isn't a thing anymore. Okay. Unless they have a reaction that that specifically provokes, which he does not. Touche. But now I'm going to engage in melee, so I'm going to actually punch the bear. But now I'm going to slap the bear in the mouth. <laughs> slap him around. Said the one without armor. Yeah. Armor's for chumps. That's going to miss. So you literally just slap the bear. You know, yeah. you like going for a solid punch, and you like boop him on the nose, and mm-hmm. the bear growls at you. Who's next? Confused. After sharing his back to Father Becker. Well, <clears throat> Father Becker will use one of his precious, precious actions to continue to concentrate on the blessing that he is providing for his comrades. He will then... Um, Hello, comrades. That's right. He will then cast a shield spell upon himself again, since it lasts only a short time. And then he will try to uh, hit that bear with his morning star. Hit that thing. Take this, foul bear creature. 16 plus 2 is 18. That is a hit. Hey, look at that. You may take, ooh, Max, uh, that would be um, eight points of damage. Glyph of the Open Road showing up, mm-hmm. uh, Pathfinder Society friends. Okay, and that is your three actions, so who's next? After Father Becker, it is back to the bear. Back to the bear, huh? The bear. Six or eight. You, you said eight damage. It is eight, that's correct. Okay. Um, so the bear is going to... Everybody but Haytham is up there. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Is Father Becker okay. anyway? Yeah. Uh, the bear Father like. drawing aggro Becker. That's, that's <laughs> my name. Ah. Uh, and that oh. is a nat one. Oh. Aha. That is a nat he one. So. Drops his teeth. You deserve it. Um, so he, he realizes that there is something uh, apparently protecting you. And he instead goes over and uh, tries to claw a Shirian. That's a little mm. better there. Yeah, that's the opposite almost. Of that almost. is a 21. Ooh. That'll hit. For 11 damage. Ouch. Yowzers. And then he is going to... He's going to take a swipe at... We'll just do odds and evens. Odds is Father Becker. Evens is a Shirian, so you get... <laughs> Sorry, Shirian. The third attack. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, which is a good die roll, but it still only gets me a 15. That'll miss. There you go. Nice. So the, the bear is done for this turn. Who's next? All right. After the bear is back to Haytham. All right. I will throw a tangle foot bag at the bear for my opening move. All <laughs> right. That's a nat one there. So that is one action yeah. for Haytham. What are you going to do next? I guess I'll try another tangle foot bag. That has a... 17? Miss. Oh, really? God. And, uh... Did you include your plus two? Oh, yeah. Did you oh, yeah, feel did. you missed only by a single one? Because I seem to recall an 18 hitting previously. I suspect I may have. However, huh? There's, huh? there's definitely some conditional bonus, well, condition on your that ability. Oh, you're right. With that, that ab- is true. Yeah, I don't know if that would apply. It, yeah, it, it, it will be superseded by the uh, blast. Sorry. Missed it by that I've missed much. him with four bombs in three in two turns. So, and that's also all my actions because I had to draw two. Alright, who's next? After Haytham, it is back to Alder. Alder amazed that the spare is completely ignoring him, but, you know, grateful. We'll stab again. Uh, that's going to be a 24. That's a hit. Four, um, 18 damage. 
Got it. Second slice, twice as nice. Is nine, nine plus seven, 16, 16 plus four, 20. 20 is a hit. Four, eight. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah, let's see. That's only two actions. Mm -hmm. Got one more. Got one more. So this would be a plus one. <laughs> After all, bumps. No. That's a miss. That's a miss. Who's next? After Alder, it is back to me, Asherian. Asherian did not like just getting, like, pimp slapped by a bear. So this is the time where he's going to uh, back up about 15 feet. Maybe my new album, Pimp Slapped by a Bear. Yeah. Which way? Um, away from the bear, which would be my way. He did Te it. Technically cover it. Okay. Once again, the audience... Technically, you're can't, an asshole. Can't see that, but you know, that's just how it'd be. So you back away from the bear and... Cast shield. Cast shield. One more action. Stare at the bear, like, very intensely. You're giving it the, the bear stare? Yeah, the bear stare. Probably the, the care bear stare? Yeah. <laughs> I believe he was going for the Davy Crockett stare down the bear, or grin it, if you will. Oh, there you go. Nice. So there is a stare down going on, and who's next? After me is back to Father Becker. I will go through the same series of actions as before, concentrating on Bless, casting Shield, and making an attack with my Morning Star, which gets me to 16 prob total probably misses, right? 16 misses. Okay. Are you getting Flank and blessing? I didn't actually get Flank. Is Flank still plus two? Yeah. Well, crud. I got the Blast, but not the Flank. That's 18. Ooh. 18 is a hit. Uh-huh. Take seven points of damage, bear. The bear takes it. What else you got? Is that your three actions? That's it. All right. Who's next? Bear. After Father Becker is back to bear. Back to the bear. He has two Duh, bear. possible targets. We're going to be odds evens. Father Becker will be odds. And the evens is older, so he does uh, take a swipe at you. That's a pretty good swipe. That's a 23. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. That'll do, pig. For a measly five damage. Somehow that uh, just, didn't quite get through. Just caressed me a little with his paw. <laughs> Gave you a snuggle. It's a little he's awkward. Like that for shampoo you. bear. Yeah, he's going to go ahead and call you again. And that is only 16 to hit. That will miss. Uh, and just for the grin, he's going to go ahead and try to bite you because uh, he's got nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. And that is a net one. So mm, I believe we're done here. Bad bear. Well, if we're done here, I mean, let's just count XP. and. Uh, who goes after the bear? After the bear, it's back to Haytham. All right. Hey, thumbs back. As is All tradition, right. I will draw two bombs to two alchemist fire. I will hope at least one of these hits. There we go. That'd be uh, twenty-one to hit. That hits. Guys, I can do it. I can. I can hit things. You are gonna hit more things than I think, right? Ooh, that's eight points of fire damage, and he will take one persistent from here on out. Um, he's he'll take the fire damage, but the persistent doesn't seem to be working. Yikes. GM shenanigans, I call. Who, who are you calling? There's the hotline, right? Oh, is there? 1-800-GM. <laughs> Careful, he'll delete you from this existence. And oh, it's actually not. Suddenly another uh, bear falls on all That's That's actually a, a 23. 23 is a, is a good hit. Or I'm sorry, hold on. No, that would be that would be a total of 20, but... It's still a hit. I don't know where I got 23 from. And another four points of fire damage. I, I believe I know where you yanked that 23 from, but... Uh, <laughs> you say it was four points of fire damage? Yes, four points. Okay. Now, okay. is Splash a thing? Uh, you don't have to worry about Splash because I have the... Uh, I think it's 
I think they just call it bomber as the like subtype. So I can choose to ignore splash damage for any of my allies. Nice. Yeah. Who goes after Haven? After Haven, it's back to Alder. Alder, a little more satisfied. He's got the bear's attention now because he hates being ignored. We'll uh, go for more stabbings, as is my character's want to do. Uh, that is only a 17. Miss. Miss by one, but that will not. I'm already getting conditional bonuses. Second attack. <laughs> Another 17. Was that first 17 with flank? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I only rolled a six on that first one. Oh. All right. Well, I got nothing else to do. So, <laughs> plus one to the dice roll. I need a 17 or better. Yeah. No. No. Whiff, whiff, whiff. All right. Who's next? Good day, listeners. This is Saul Carvey broadsending for Kasserat Public Radio, beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat, bringing you the rest of history. Today I bring you the next edition in our Pantheon series, bringing you the stories about the deities of our realm. Found on the roads and passageways across the realm, followers of Domael seldom stay in one place very long. Instead, they prefer to travel the realm, believing that the journey is more important than the destination. Domael represents the natural good, Axis. It is unclear how Domael gained his divinity. He was a mortal soldier during the God's War, though he was not part of any formal military. Stories tell of him showing up unexpectedly before many battles and offering to add his sword to any good aligned force. His own worshippers believe that he simply found his divinity along the roadside. Travel is a core tenet among those who worship Domael. They believe that the road will lead them to where they are most needed. When they do pause in their travels, it is for a worthy battle, adventure, or celebration. It is said that the only thing followers of Domael like better than a good fight is a good story. Tales of their travels make his followers popular in taverns and alehouses across the realm, and more than a few skilled bards can be found among his followers. Though few in number, followers of Domael can be recognized by their unique holy symbol. Created as a rite of passage, each of the devout of Domael carry with them a large stein, handcrafted with pictures and symbols that represent their divine accomplishments. While the clergy has no formal rank, followers tend to give reverence to those more experienced and whose steins are marked with more deeds. While followers of Domael do not revere a glorious death in battle, they do not shy away from trading their lives for a good cause. Those blessed enough to reach the end of their life naturally make a final journey, traveling to the Isle of Kasserat and making their way to the only permanent holy site of Domael, known as the Last Inn a popular alehouse in the city center, where beings of all races and religions can be found listening to the final stories of the realm's greatest travelers. And now you know the rest of divine history. Good day. Come on down to Carl's Cart Outlet. We have the lowest prices guaranteed. Hi, I'm Carl Lightfingers, and if you're looking for quality carts at bargain prices, I promise you will not find a better deal in this or any prime material plane. In fact, uh, I'm so sure of it that if you find a better price, I will not only match it, but I will throw in a set of matching cobalt hide cart mats absolutely free. So come on down to Carl's Cart Outlet and find your new cart today. That's Carl's Cart Outlet. You'll find us behind Palin's Potions on the corner of Meadow Lane and Righteous Path. Yeah, no, no. Whiff, whiff, whiff.
All right, who's next? After Alder, it is back to me, Ashirian, and I'm going to spend my three actions to summon Monster 1 and summon a Bobcat. Bobcat? Mm-hmm. And with the range of the spell, I'm going to spawn it 10 feet to the other side of the bear. About, about uh, where I placed that uh, die? Yeah, that looks about 10 feet. All right. That is my ghost bear die. I know it's not quite a bobcat, but... Mm, it's better. I mean, it should be that one, because that one... The actual bear appears to be a ghost bear. That's true. It is a mm. ghost bear. wonder what made me think of this. Hmm. Because that's all three of my actions, so mm. after me, it's back to Father Becker. Well, seems like a, the right sequence to do. So again, maintain bless, cast shield, attack with Warhammer. Ooh, it's not going to be a crit, but that's uh, 22, so I'm guessing that's going to hit. That's a hit. Oh, three points of damage. And then the bear is up next. Yeah, bear. He is going to go odds even, odds Father Becker. So nope. Father Becker, you get Coming back to you me. get some love. Comes a claw. That is an 18 to hit you. You need a 19, sir. Well, then that's a miss. Uh, here comes another claw at you. That <laughs> is a 22 to hit you. Well, I mean, sure, but... Well, we'll let him have it this time, right? That is 11 damage. Hmm. Well, I am unconscious and dying. Oh, dear. Would somebody be kind enough to knock over my figure? Oh, God. Thunk. And I get one more attack, so I'll take it on Alder. And that's another now one. So uh, that's my three actions. Who's up next? Uh, After the bear, it's back to Haytham. All right. I am going to draw an elixir of life and a bottled lightning, and I'm going to move and give one of them... I'll let you all guess which one, Father Becker. Lightning, 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 lightning. This is not a democracy. Let him choose. You get two points of healing. <laughs> Ten points of lightning damage. <laughs> well, that gets me up to two. I open my eyes to see the bear. You know, why, why young Hatham? I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me back. And just like pops the cork, pours down. Please, please wake up. Better We're popping bottles. He's right here and he's going to eat. And so uh, do you have any actions left? Or are you? Oh, that's it. That's it. All right. Who's next? After Hatham, it is back to Alder. So Alder sees his bear, like, take the father's legs out and, like, body slams him on the ground. Uh, and feels sad because not only is his flank bonus gone, but I believe Bless is gone as well. That's right. Uh, you know, it does oh, appear to be. no. So now Alder's got to take this seriously. Uh, yes, stop toying with the bear, Alder. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. So need to say first one misses. Second one misses. Alder's getting very nervous. Okay, eight plus seven, fifteen. Nope. Fifteen misses. Whiff, uh, whiff, whiff. Terrible. Who's after Alder? <laughs> after Alder, it is back to me. So first, I will spend one action to give my Bobcat his actions, but we'll deal with him here in a second. Then I'm going to use one action to cast Shield on myself due to my cantrip. And um, I mean, we need more targets up there in the bear, obviously. So I'm going to move back in. All right. Then it goes to Bobcat's turn, and he's going to move next to where Father Becker was knocked down. Then he is going to make his bite attack. So I believe that gives Alder his flank again. Mm-hmm. Flank, cat, flank, cat. Uh, that is going to miss, because that is only an 11. I'd say, wait, with flank, it's 13, but that's still not enough. Still a miss, yep. And uh, that is his two actions. Uh, he has one more. He's uh, He had to move and attack, didn't he? Move and attack, yes. And So one action to move? Yeah. And then he gave the uh, animal its actions. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so the, but the animal only gets two actions. It only gets two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You spend one to give them two. Don't remember that, but yeah. 
I would assume so. That's the general rule for the summon monsters. And I believe animal companions work pretty much the same way. Yes, it has two actions per turn, so it says so, that right there. So move and attack. Okay, yep. um, and then it is Father Becker's turn, who now has two hit points. Father Becker is going to stand up from prone, uh, which requires an action. He will then cast um, <clears throat> Heal upon himself. Uh, and so I will do some healing here, which I'll roll in just a second. Oh, I guess actually we probably need to do it now because you probably have to do some. Oh, great God of mysteries. <laughs> oh, I was so close to meeting you in person. Please help me avoid that a little while longer. Um, well, I can't even. Oh, well, goodness. Uh, well, what was your total? Great God of mysteries. Hello. Hello. Are you up there? <laughs> is, is this thing on? This number has been disconnected. <laughs> uh, is there another number or is this, this is just a recording? Yeah, so you, you do not lose the spell slot, but yeah, nothing happens. Ah, great. Good. You're, you're, well, at least I'm standing face to face with the bear and he's <laughs> fully aware of the fact that I'm awake again. That's great. It, I'm going to cast shield. That's who, my three actions. Uh, <laughs> the bear is up next. <laughs> yes. Uh, the good news is I now have four potential targets. Uh, so we're going to go Flank Cat, Father Becker, Asherian, and Alder. Two. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you oh, piss off your gun? No. <laughs> that is Father Becker. Rolled a two there. So. <laughs> Do you think he's, he's aware of the giant pot of honey that I keep in my backpack? <laughs> Maybe I should have gotten rid of that at some point. You should have. Tut, tut. Looks like pain. Oh, oh man. But it is a nat one. Where were all of praise, these? Praise the benevolent go. unknown deity. What? Where were all of these natural Second ones? Second attack. No doubt. Man, that, is, that is not going to be anywhere near enough. That's mm-hmm. only 12. So swinging away or actually chomping away. That is another oh, nat one. Yeah. yeah. The I bill am. has come due, Richard. Fuck you, bear. <laughs> that unholy water we purchased was the best thing ever. So who goes after uh, the bear? He... he all full of misses here. After the bear's back to hate them. All right, I already have a bottled lightning that I am going to throw at. Uh, does it matter anyone being directly in front of me to throw them? I don't think it does for a thrown weapon, but... I don't know if we ever looked that up. So we're going to look that up later, and for now you're saying, you're cool. Okay, because I know some systems that would be like a negative two. But, oh, ho, ho. that's going to be a 23... To hit. That's a hit. Oh. Oh, all six points of lightning damage. Oh, and he's flat footed now. Gotcha. And uh, is that your three actions? or? Uh, that was only one. So I'm going to go ahead and draw another bottled lightning and an elixir of life. And I'm going to th- go ahead and throw another bottled lightning at him. Ooh, no, that's uh, be a 14. It's a miss. Yeah. All right. Well, that would be all three. So and then who's next? Later. After Haytham inspect Alder. Alder was a, a little nervous when the father went down, but seeing these back up and everyone's kind of crowding the bear, gets a little bit of his gumption back. So uh, let's go to Stabtown. All right, that is a 27. That is definitely oh. a hit. Wait, wait. Did you get any conditional bonuses on that? Is flying a condition? Oh, no, you couldn't use the plus one thing because it's not a miss. Well, a failure. you know, once upon a time in the past, our, may I say once again, handsome judge and sweet smelling and all that kind of stuff, good looking, uh, has allowed it to account for a crit. And uh, I believe his, his, his armor class, if we've, I think we figured out, is 18. So if you rolled a 27 and you're not getting a conditional bonus from the blood spell, theoretically could mean... Eh, eh? 
I believe I there is precedence where I've allowed it, although it's probably not technically correct. I think it is most assuredly not technically. Uh, correct. Whatever you decide is correct. But yeah, we're, you, you know what? Just. It's fun. We'll allow it. It's. It, I'm gonna apply the rule of cool here. Yeah. We're right in the bear's yeah. kidney. Eight. Twenty-three points of damage. Ooh. Twenty-three points of damage is mm. a fair amount. Uh, was that was your, that was one attack, right? That was one attack. Go ahead and make your others. A fair amount, he says. Uh, well, the bear started out with five hundred hit points. So. <laughs> yeah. Now that's going to be too low with a net six. And then third attack, this will be a minus one, so only a nineteen or a twenty will do. Oh, <laughs> oh so close. Roll to seventeen. So close. God. Now, um, you know, you did get one good solid hit in there, and I haven't really been describing it. But since this bear is just made of, of pure negative energy, as you stab it, it doesn't really wound it, mm-hmm. so to speak. But every time you guys have been doing damage, it seems to have more difficulty maintaining its shape. You know, right now it's almost some some sort of will is, you know, keeping it in its form that it was from dissipating. And every time you stab it, it it's harder for it to do so. Oh, it just needs to be distracted then. Well, the stabbing seems to be distracting. <laughs> why's, it, why's everybody looking at me? Oh, Dance. Man. Take your shirt off. Uh, but it does look like it's struggling to keep its shape. Uh, it's starting to dissipate already. Actually, go that, over again. That's it for me. I'm Who's next? hacking wildly. After Alder, it is back to me. So I will first spend one action to give Flank Cat his actions. Then I will be casting shield on myself using the cantrip. Then after that, I will once again attempt to punch the bear. Go for it. So I will first go through the action of punching the bear and see how well that goes. Oh, I forgot he took like a level of monk. Mm-hmm. Yes. He has the monk dedication. I, for- I forgot about that when he started slapping that bear. We tried to. Uh, that is not going to be enough bulls. because that is not 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you're out of actions, but what about Flank Cat? Flank Cat gets his too. So he's going to do a double attack and try to hit that bear. Try to bite him specifically. First one's going to miss. Second one also misses because I'm rolling like absolute age. And uh, we go to Father Becker, I believe, next. Uh, Yes, it goes back to Father Becker. We're going to try to heal myself again since that didn't seem to go off so well last turn. Let's see how I feel about it. Oh, great God of Mysteries. I apparently weren't listening last time, but again, it'd be great if you could help me out here. Okay. You you believe that the spell is going to work normally. Hey, what do you know about that? I get some hit points back. Life is good. And then I'm going to cast shield, and I'm also going to try to hit it. So, uh, hey, look at that. Probably not quite going to be enough. Now, even with the bonus, it's not. So, miss. Okay, once again, I have four targets, so we will see who we hit. That is a four, which is Alder. So, Alder, you got some pain coming your way. Doubtful. Uh, That's a 19. Uh, I will use my special reaction action to raise my shield, which will jump my AC to 21. So that is a miss. Fuck Ooh. off, bear. He's gonna he's gonna try again. And ooh, that is a pretty damn good roll. That makes it a twenty-one exactly. Fuck off, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> For oh shit, twelve damage. Uh-huh. Typical. And then the, the jaws are gonna clamp down. And uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be pretty darn low, so we won't even finish that one up. The bear is done. Who's next? After the Bairds, to Haytham. All right. I will. Uh, I feel like I don't have a very efficient way to do this because I would have to... Yeah. I'll spend one action to move, and I'll give... I'll administer this uh, Elixir of Life to 
Father Becker for five points of healing. I will not turn it down. Thank you. And, yeah, no, I, I'll use another one to move back because I have no real other... Everything else would take two actions to... Okay, so that's your three actions? So that'll be all three. And I believe Alder is up next? Yes, Alder is next. So Alder went from, like, a mild wound and fairly confident to a gaping, like, shoulder wound with teeth marks, and that hurt. So that gets his anger up a little bit. Foul beast! Only that's a seven. Yeah, that's only a 16. Attack number two. Ooh, nat 20. Oh, yep. All right. There we go. So that's still a 24. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's, a nat 20 is a crit. Don't believe I have any special qualities. So 13, 13 plus 7 is 20. 26 points of damage. 26 Ooh. points of damage. Nice. You, you believe that's enough. Yeah. That last final thrust, the bear loses its fight to maintain its shape, and the negative energy just slowly starts to, to dissipate, drift away, and, and no longer into regular form. Over the course of the next, let's just say like 20 seconds or so, it just kind of blows away on a gentle breeze. I stab deep in to like the bear's hide and say, hey, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was unbearable. Shit. <laughs> uh, chase the pain away, Mr. Bud Light. Uh, or uh, McGinty's. Chase the pain away. Uh, <laughs> McGinty, uh, yeah. Speaking of pain, I'm in horrible pain. Speaking of uh, elixirs of life, I've used all of mine on uh, Good Father here. Mm. Would somebody like some healing? Yes, yes, yes please. please. Both of you? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, let's see what we can do for That'd it. That'd be lovely. I'm fairly, uh, I'm fairly certain some of these organs are not supposed to be outside my body. I poke on them. Really? <laughs> weird. I'll come over to you, uh, Ashirian, and say, this man fought bravely, great god of mysteries. Please put his spleen back inside where it goes. I don't know why I rolled that. New number who dis? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, nothing oh. happens, mm-hmm. but you don't lose the spell slot. I uh, wasn't finished with the prayer yet. Just a moment. And in addition, great god of mysteries, please... Also, stop the bleeding. That's really dangerous here. <laughs> okay, <good>. Again, <laughs> your, your god uh, seems to not be listening. And as I continue to say, please also, I see he's got some scratches that look like they could get infected. So help with those, please. Oh. <laughs> Uh, your God is like, yeah, no. It, so, it, is there some sort of problem here, Father? Oh, no, no, nothing uh, is wrong here. Nothing when does the wrong. healing begin? <laughs> oh, we're almost trying to finish. It's a ritual. It's that it takes longer to do, as far as you know. I'm holding on to that role, though. I'm getting, way, I'm what? getting a bit woozy. <laughs> Father, I, I could probe some uh, more elixirs if you are having. No, a, that's that's fine. Just give me, give me a moment, line. all right? I, I, this never happens to me. I promise. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I don't on. pretend to know how the divine works, though. Yes, it's. Um, oh, great God of mysteries! Please, you're making me look bad here. Um, <laughs> you could, you could help out here. This guy's, um, he's, he's dying uh, right in front of me. He's gonna help me with the party one more time. That's. Uh, Hate them at this point is like gathering ingredients on on, on the ground. Is like shaking his head like. Go, I just not, not confident this go, is going to work. Quick go question, everybody. Are we sure this guy's a cleric? 
I don't pretend to know the divine. I'm just not sure why you are. Treat, treat that as a critical success and double everything. Woo! Oh, well. Hey. Diane bonus. In I, that case, you get um, 22 points of healing. I back. shove a shirt Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the great God's name, but it's still, he's good too. Dear so, Lord. Um, yes, now you, yes. Uh, let me come over and, uh, does that hurt if I poke here? Very that, much so, oh, yes. That's, that uh, shouldn't be like that. Uh, th- thank you, great God, for the, the extravagant blessings, the long-delayed blessings you showed to our other friend, but this guy also needs help, so please, with your assistance. Uh, everything functions normally here. <laughs> you may have six back. So, like, twenty-two. Alder looks over to Shirion, who looks like a couple of years younger, <laughs> whose wounds have all miraculously healed, and is, like, He's bulked up. Still has, like, gaping wounds in his torso. Like, uh, what gives? <laughs> Haytham at this point walks. I'm going to use some of my my last uh, reagents to actually make an elixir of life. Haytham walks over with his finished, almost finished potion, just like pours the last drop. A flash of. Alder looks like thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> like a flash at the, at the top of the drool flash. coming from the corner of your mouth there. Like, eh, here you go. Right. Mm. Mm. Oh. Perhaps not uh, quite divine, but it's not bad if I didn't say so myself. <laughs> what do I roll for that? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no, all six points of healing back. Still looking it over at like Asherion, who's like now his hair is blowing in the breeze and <laughs> yeah, still a little hurt. A couple of my previous scars have already healed. He just gained ten pounds of solid muscle. Look at that. <laughs> he's like he's like a god. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've been in worse shape, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, great God of mysteries, how I hate being shown up by some <laughs> herbs that somebody ground in a mortal and pestle and then poured some hot water over. Don't mind. Um, well, I guess yeah. I'll continue to be shown up. But, oh, wait, I can't see. Uh, no, you... Um, so go ahead and give uh, whatever you roll a plus six. Uh, take yourself 12 hit points back. All right. Now now I feel younger and hair blowing in the breeze. And Okay, so you are done with the rounds of healing. Uh, what do you want to do next? Well, um, I guess we can... Um, no, no trace of a bear around, right? No, he's completely blown away at this point. If we could find his lair. Maybe he's eaten some people with some treasure. <laughs> we could find their grisly no, remains. No, 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 no. We'll have to fight a skeleton bear. Pro- probably correct. <laughs> no, the, the body's gone completely, right? Uh, uh, well, the, the carcass, the actual physical carcass of the bear, you guys can see lying off distant. Burn it. Burn it. Shame. I think those are his grizzly remains. Right, right. Hey. You <laughs> motherfucker. Nice time. Alder shakes his head, pulls his sword, and walks over the corpse. And I mean, it, it's it's uh, sad. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not uh, any no comfort, guarantee. Richard. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'm chopping its head off, throwing it far in the woods, its limbs. That way, if it, if it's a, a skeleton comes after us, it's mostly a rib cage. You 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 guys seem paranoid for some reason, and I don't understand. Yeah, that bear meat's good eating. We could chop off some of that first. You know, the negative energy makes it spicy. Mm. I'm sure someone can make some sort of check for that like bear a, meat. A meaty tank. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so After you finish desecrating the bear's remains, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, yeah, I know you were quasi joking, but let's track its lair. Okay, so we find um, a nearby cave. 
Does somebody want to make a survival check? I got a plus two. I think someone has higher, though. I, I have, have plus, plus four. four. Also plus Doubt four. Emeralds, 21. I'm, I'm going to try to... Plus five. Uh, Father Becker, you Damn. believe that it uh, its trail leads over the hill in the direction you guys were heading. Well, let's... Uh, I, oh. He clearly went through Convenient. the underbrush Convenient. in this manner. You can see he stopped. Yeah, you can see times. he was up to the side, but he looks like he recently ran from that direction. There's a picnic basket that he was finishing whenever the negative energy cloud came over. And yeah, it's, oh, it's, that, my it's that direction. He was over there somewhere. Hey, I can't do it. My throat hurts. Hey, boo boo. We will head in that direction then. All right. So you guys crest the hill uh, in the area where you expected to find the uh, westernmost of the Gusel Towers. And indeed, you find a uh, pile of stone blocks and rubble. They match what you've seen before. And you're pretty certain this is, the, this is probably the site. The tower here no longer remains standing. Uh, so there is actually a very large pile of blocks. Uh, looking at it, you think that's pretty rough. If we had to excavate that, it, it could take like a month or more. Yeah. Um, they, they've fallen in, in, in a manner that it's not going to be convenient to see if there's anything underneath of it. Uh, but you are also distracted by off to the side. Um, there are 10 robed figures. Um, Wait, what? Yes. Yeah. Now, these hmm. are uh, they, they're so stereotypically cultists that it's almost comical to you. When, when you look at them, this is how people describe cultists in stories. Um, they're literally wearing the black robes. Um, they have um, markings on their face of strange symbols. They are around a pentagram chanting. And um, you see figures that are bound and gagged at the point, uh, each point of the pentagram. Uh. And they appear to be children. Nothing to see oh. here, gentlemen. We'll just turn around and go back home. I, uh... So uh, we're going to figure out what you guys are going to do about that on the next episode of the Adventures of Vault podcast. <laughs> I can't I can't think of a good, like, witty ba- uh, byline that goes us out. When Sorry. children are tied up and they're about to be murdered, it's like, oh, it's... All their straight piss, though. <laughs> so, all right, well, thanks for listening. <laughs>